Okay. All right. Let me take a few minutes to like, hmm, I feel like we should do like an icebreaker or something. <laughs> I'm just playing. Hey, everybody. Uh, this is Shanna. Uh, it has been a minute since I posted or recorded a podcast. There's been a lot happening since the last podcast. Um, I have actually started my own online coaching business um, and actually have my program director that I recently hired. His name is Brian. He's here with me today. And we are going to be doing a lot of things. There's a lot of good things coming. So I want you all to be a part of that. But basically, one of the things that we are doing is that we will be posting consistent podcast episodes from here on out on a variety of topics about health and wellness, um, but also sharing our journeys as well um, to growing our online coaching business and helping our clients see results. So before we get into all that, wanted to introduce Brian, talk about where we met and everything. So him and I actually used to work together about six years ago. Um, we were sales associates at a particular gym. We're not going to name the gym because we're probably going to talk about that gym later. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we've been in the fitness industry. Brian has been in the fitness industry for um, eight plus years. I've been in the fitness industry for 12 plus years. And Brian is a certified personal trainer. He trains uh, clients in person, but we are again switching to um, the online space, both of us. So that's where we're at. So Brian, do you want to tell them a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well, like you said, we met six years ago. I've only been at fitness industry for, yeah, about eight, 10 years. I'm gonna go 10 years, but my man, yeah. I'm thinking eight or so. Uh, like you said, we met back at Orange Theory. If you remember, I actually hired you. You remember that? I think I do remember. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. You were in the interview <laughs> process. I remember. That is funny. Um, I do remember. And I remember how that happened was <laughs> where the ownership and uh, the mm -hmm. other manager <clears throat> had you coming in, and I got tired of the uh, riffraff they were hiring. Yeah. I said, obviously, you guys aren't asking the hard questions, so <laughs> right. I came in. I was I was the butt. I remember you gave me the evil eye a couple times. <laughs> that's okay. But afterwards, we all talked, and we're like, <laughs> she's definitely were what we need in here, and. Mm -hmm. Rest is history. You came on and then you got promoted to general manager yeah. like what, like a year later? Um, yeah, I think it was about a year later. Yeah, so yeah, yeah good job to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good decision. And here we are today. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Working together today. So so yeah, so all good things. Um okay, so a few things we want to talk about is what we have in the works for you all so and what's to come uh don't want to give away all of the details because a lot of them are still being ironed out but basically we are starting an online club uh it's set to launch later on this year it's going to be or it is called the wellness club and what that is it's going to be a virtual community and an extension of the wellness factory atl so it's it's a collective of people who want to connect with other people who are dedicated to their health and wellness. So once you join the wellness club, you'll actually be paired with an accountability partner. Um, you'll have access to our private Facebook community. We'll be doing community events. And one of the things that I want to implement and create with this brand is inclusion. Um, so that's inclusion of basically any marginalized person, <laughs> whether it be women, um, black people, trans people, you know, I want to include those demographics because those, our demographics have been historically left out of the greater narrative on purpose. So that is why I wanted to create this brand. And where that came from actually was, <clears throat> well, basically when the pandemic happened, I was managing <clears throat> one, a very successful fitness boutique studio. And <clears throat> you know, that was the summer of 2020 when all the protests and the riots broke out. And basically, 
what happened was, which, you know, I know you know where I stand on this topic, but maybe those listening don't, but basically I brought my Black Lives Matter flag to the facility and I hung it up and I knew that it would spark conversation, um, but I didn't know exactly how or where, right? And so my staff and I, we were all on the same page and I actually told them, I was like, hey, when I leave the studio today, if I come back tomorrow and the flag is down, like you won't have a manager anymore. <laughs> like I'm going to be quitting. <laughs> so, but what happened was about a week after um, the posting of the flag is that I got a call from my then bosses who used to be our bosses. And basically they had gotten emails from particular clients about the flag. Right. But the thing was that like, Nobody said shit when it was just the pride flag. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was only because we had pride the previous year. We celebrated pride, no issues. But as soon as we put up the Black Lives Matter flag, it was a problem, you know? And so, first of all, I asked who those people were because I wanted to know because clearly they didn't have the balls to come to me. Um, and then, secondly, you know, I was like, well, if we take down the Black Lives Matter flag, we're taking down all the pride shit because you can't have, you can't have pride without black people. It was black trans women who who created, that's where pride came from, period, you know. Um, So I say all that to say that that is part of the reason why I wanted to create this inclusive fitness community because, for example, how is it, how can people who go to fitness facilities listen to and and request hip-hop music and rap music but when it comes to black lives and racial justice, it's a no. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Well, it's okay as long as we're, you know, entertaining. Right, right. But when it actually comes to mattering and, you know, being mm-hmm. part of the community, then there's an issue. Right. <clears throat> but it's funny that you said because it's like, I always, it's something I need to stop doing myself is assuming. Is like right now I have a, uh, a young white lady that I train mm-hmm. and you know, I'm going through all the job. What do you want to listen to? This yeah. and that and, you know, I'm, rock shit whatever I'm yeah. putting out there and shit I want to listen to Lil Baby and Future and stuff like that yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like yeah they do love the hip hop and stuff like that as far as especially when it comes to working out right. working out when it comes to working out right. you want that beat wave. nothing too aggressive I found but right. uh, you know hip hop is yeah, it, it is funny to see you'll have like a, a huge just it could be a, a white only class where I'm like it's, and, and that's all they want to hear. That's all they want to hear. Yeah, that's all they want to hear. <laughs> it's, it's very funny. It's but good, yeah. but yeah, it's, it is hilarious. Yeah, don't like that's so interesting to me that like it's just like you do realize that like where this music comes from, right? Exactly. But yet you're saying that you don't care that this group is discriminate against mm-hmm. and being I mean you know what I'm saying historically and currently you know that's so interesting to me it is very interesting yeah, yeah. you know and, the, and you know what another thing too with that was is just like you know we live in Atlanta Georgia this is a very diverse community if we can't have inclusion in Atlanta Georgia within a fitness community then we have a really big problem we, we are doomed we are we got doomed a really big sure. problem yeah. yeah so so basically that since I left that company which I left in October 2020, I have been longing for an inclusive community like that, that is health and wellness focused, um, because my staff was very diverse and I loved it. I had black employees, Latino employees, um, gay employees, you know, and, or LGBTQ, sorry, I want to say the right thing. Um, but you know, and it was amazing. It was amazing. And 
you know, and that diversity I think is so important. And two, you know, just representation of everyone within the health and wellness hemisphere, even when it comes to our bodies, because it's just like, it's not realistic for someone to only weigh a hundred pounds. Like that's not obtainable, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so especially for like women and, and stuff like that. So that's just basically where the idea came from. And so we have a few things in the works. Um, we're actually going to our first community event Saturday, June 18th here in Atlanta at Monday Night Brewery. Yeah, and so we'll be there, we'll be a vendor, we'll be hanging out, getting to get in our name out into the community. So maybe we'll see some of you out there, but yeah. Oh yeah, it's a brewery. There's no reason not to come. Right. Come. Which I love that word because here's the thing: if you create something and everybody's able to do it, that, that's great. But yeah. how special is it really? Well, um, yeah. So, like for example, I want us to get out and go to you know June is Pride Month, which in Atlanta for some reason we celebrate Pride in October. I guess it's because from what I've heard, because it gets so hot in June that that everybody's like, we're just gonna celebrate Pride in Atlanta in October. Really? Oh. Okay. But now it's like a June thing and an October thing. So. I'm about to say last time I saw it, it was Pride. They had like two months out of year one time. Yeah. So. So um, I really, cause like for example, I don't, I've never even thought of this until I started thinking about how can I, how can I create this inclusive online fitness community? And for example, I thought of like, you know, I have a couple friends who are, who are trans women and trans men and it's like, how do they feel at the gym? You know what I'm saying? Like, now with them, now the funny thing is at the uh, one particular gym that I work at, we have off the top of my head, three mm -hmm. trans that I know of. Um, I didn't ask them specifics yeah. as you know what they what their pronouns are right, right, and right. stuff. I, that's personal, but you can tell that they're transitioning mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, now with them, because um, now with a family member of mine actually working in the admin department of, mm -hmm. the, of an LGBT community center uh, in yeah. another state, hear all kinds of stories mm -hmm. about you know just how you know how people are treated yeah. and stuff like that. So I've always gone out my way to and they come in, greet them. No mm -hmm. different than you would anybody else, right. and I find that they really, really appreciate that. They didn't mm -hmm. get an ugly look. They're not being right. looked, at, you know, talked down to. Treat yep. them just like everybody else, and then now they come back. Now I'm the. They know my name, so I guess yeah. your name gets screamed across the gym at any right. time. Boy, that, that's, that's a good thing too. They right. found a place, and I did my part to make them feel that they weren't going to be discriminated against, mm -hmm. and they feel comfortable. So exactly, and it, and it, they should feel normal. They should feel, you know they should feel comfortable being able to go to the gym and not having to worry about people heckling them, which I know one of my friends had told me that when she was transitioning, she would experience that because, you know, she, she, used to, she used to be a male. And so, you know, I can't even imagine what that would feel like. You're just trying to go get a workout in and you have people heckling at you, basically. Yeah. You yeah. know? So, um, so, yeah, I just want to connect with different people who are health and wellness focused and, you know, just gain a new community. That's really what I'm looking for. Definitely. So, yeah. And, and yeah. the thing is, variety is a spice of life. Mm -hmm. you, you never, and then the way I was raised was, well, I was a Navy brat, so mm. I grew up with all different types of people, you know. Yeah. You go to a military base, you had, you know, white, Hispanic, so I mm -hmm. always had an eclectic group of friends. I've never been one to just go with just one right. group of people, you know. That. That you, you're limiting yourself when you do mm -hmm. stuff like that. So something like this really spoke to me because it's not just women. Right. It's like, get all broad strokes of women mm -hmm. in here different 
fitness backgrounds, exactly. lifestyle backgrounds, financial backgrounds. Yeah. It's just, you know, that's the, you learn, you grow, the more people you're willing to open yep. yourself up to and not cut yeah. them off. Yeah, it's so true. And then too, you know, another thing that we want to do as a brand and as a community is, you know, we do want to support locally owned, you know, minority owned businesses. So what, that are focused on health and wellness. Um, so one of our community partners is A Better Rebuild. Uh, it's a black owned supplement company based out of Atlanta. Um, shout out to Better Rebuild. They are, absolutely love them. Um, I support them and I would like to push that out to the community as well. You know, so cause God, who knows, like I'm sure most supplement companies are owned by rich white folks. So oh, yeah. just want to see like oh, most definitely. Yeah. black people win in that yeah, arena. They don't, you know, <laughs> Walmart and Mark Wahlberg, they don't need our help in right, pushing no. their stuff. They, they got it, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> they got it. Exactly. So we're definitely looking out for people who are just trying to do it the right way. More than likely, you know, I'm assuming Better Rebuild, they actually have a hand in making their own supplements mm -hmm. and whatnot. So yep. yeah, and that's the problem. We got these bigger companies where you have to take, oh, it looks great, but now I got to take it to a third party to get tested because not even right. you know what's in this right. shit. <laughs> and, you know, and you're just trying to exactly. fill these orders for every store across the nation and stuff like right. that. So, yeah, in a long run, you just get a bunch of filler. It's not good for you. I'm actually not a supplement guy mm -hmm. because that kind of thing, you know, at the end of the day, you should get everything yeah. you need from your food. You're supposed to be yes. eating anyway. And they're called supplements because they're supposed to supplement what exactly. you're eating. You're not supposed to get up and just drink protein shakes all day. Right. You know? Oh, my so. gosh. Yeah, which, by the way, there was a time in my life when I had to do that because I was broke as shit. Well, <laughs> and, and trust me, you don't feel good just eating protein bars all day. Oh, Plus no. you got gas because yeah, you, you, know, you got some greasy farts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, you, you're you're definitely ramen and whey protein should not yeah. be the bulk of your uh, diet. You got to do what you got to do. But you know, you know you're getting your protein in, but yeah, just stay away from people, keep the windows open and uh, yeah. grind harder. Exactly. <laughs> Get real food. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that, you know, unfortunately, the unfortunately, but also fortunately, don't get wrong, there's a place and a time for supplements, you know, mm -hmm. but like you said, if, if you honestly, if you're not doing the work as in eating according to your goals, like for example, if you are wanting to lose 25 pounds, right? You can take as much pre-workout as you want. You can take as many supplements as you want, but if you are not eating in a caloric deficit, you're not getting your sleep in your water, those fundamental basic things, mm -hmm. taking a supplement isn't, you're just wasting your you're money. You're just wasting your money. You're exactly. wasting your money. Especially the thing with pre-workouts, you know, people come in as like, yeah. oh, which one should I take? I'm like, how much sleep did you get? Do you absolutely right. positively need to take this? Because a lot of times you just, oh, I need a little bit of energy. Do a 10 minute warm up. Mm -hmm. When you get the blood flowing and you get the mindset it's working true. out, then you're ready to go. That's true. You know, just get through the warm up nine times out of 10 and you'll be fine. Uh, yep. Now, I do take pre workouts there at times because I just, do too. Yeah. It's just, you just, but I know it's not making my workouts that much better. Exactly. It's not like I'm some kind of super. Exactly. You know, gonna crush because of this caffeine crap that I'm putting in mm -hmm. my body. But I use it as a guide. It's like when the tingles start, you, you yeah. kind of have to work out. It's like, gotta go now. Gotta go now because it's hell if you try to sit down there. Man. So that, that's how I use it. If I just, I know I have to get it done, but I just, just don't have the energy or I just can't get in that right mindset. And I was like, fuck it, okay, I'm gonna take this pre workout and I'll right. sit there and I'm. <laughs> and then I'm like, I have to work, I have no choice. And then yeah. I don't stop until the tingling stops, you know? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll use it as a last-ditch effort as far as pre-workout goes. Come on, all right, let's get this. Or if, like, now 
I don't suggest your average person do this and by the book it's not healthy per se it's considered overtraining right. but my workouts do typically burn between a thousand two thousand calories mm -hmm. that's an hour and a half two hours worth of work yeah. typically I will take a pre-workout for that yeah uh, longer but workout. like I said usually depending on your goals and if you're just an average bear you should be able to get everything you need within an hour Completely. so don't listen to me and you know and yeah. I do have a client I do have a couple clients who come in they'll do like you know I want to run a mile before we work out mm. I'll work them out yeah. put them through a grill for like an hour and then one woman will actually go and finish up another mile so she'll have her two wow. miles for the day after the workout so she's burnt between like 2500 to wow. 3000 oh calories now when she first asked about this was like, is it healthy probably not <laughs> but here's the thing <laughs> Good point. She came, she's in real good shape. Yeah. She grew up an equestrian. Uh, how are you calling it? She rode courses competitively. Oh, oh, oh I know so much. So yeah. she grew up with that, all yeah. right, you know, and that's a work on itself, mm -hmm. riding a 2,000 ton or pound yeah. horse, whatever, how much they weigh. Right. Uh, she's always had personal trainers. She's always been mm -hmm. to fitness or whatever. So she's at it's a her, point. It's in her lifestyle. It's in her lifestyle. So yeah. it's not hurting her. It makes her feel good. Right. All that gravy right. stuff. Um, then me, it's just, I just got to that point where it's like, even when I'm strength training because how well-rounded I want my workouts to yeah. be and stuff like that, they're going to last an hour and a half. Yeah. You know? And yeah. yes, I'm working the whole time. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not <laughs> texting anybody. If I'm on my phone, I'm only switching music <laughs> or filming, you know, for content. Yeah. But other than that, I'm literally working for an hour, hour and a half, two hours yeah. to get those calorie burns in. But that was my old workout. I've actually stopped doing that because yeah. I've changed my goals a little bit. But, uh... But yeah, it's just different strokes for different folks. And right. you got to just be smart about it. It depends on what phase you're in and all that. Like, for example, it was funny because um, when I would tell people, because people would ask me like, you know, I did a bodybuilding show last year, mm -hmm. last June on my birthday. And people would be like, how much? And it, it was mind blowing to them because I'd be like, like, for example, one of my girlfriends asked me one time, like, how long are you in the gym? I'm like, probably for about an hour and a half on average every day. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, what are you doing for the entire hour and a half? I said, well, I said, uh, an hour is for lifting. Um, well, let's see. If it was an hour, say if I did an hour and 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. An hour is for lifting. 30 minutes is for walking on the treadmill afterwards. That's my quote-unquote cardio. And the other 15 minutes is, I call it bullshit and breathing. Um, I'm either bullshitting in between sets and or breathing. In between breathe, sets. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's that's why and see, you know, for me, my I'm an early morning workout person, so I'm up at four AM, I'm at the gym. I try to get to the gym by five or before five. Mm -hmm. And so because I want I want to allocate that time for the gym. Like I don't mind being at the gym for an hour, hour and a half. Now, I do understand that some people don't have that opportunity, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but for me, that's how I like to get my day started. So <laughs> Literally, that's why I get up at 4 a.m. every day is to get to the gym by 5, you know. But, you know, just want to put this out there that if you aren't getting up at 4 a.m. and at the gym by 5, as long as you're going to the gym, it doesn't matter when. That's the thing. We always want to figure out, well, when's the best time to work out? When, whatever fits into your schedule. Yeah, and people yeah. put, like, the science behind as far as the body goes and stuff mm -hmm. like that. That doesn't matter. No. It's whatever your time allows for fasted, your body. Also, fasted cardio doesn't matter. It is crap. Yeah, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny because it's just like... You know, you can do as much fasted cardio as you want, mm -hmm. but if you are still eating in a caloric maintenance or surplus the rest of the day, you're matter. not going to drop fat. Yeah, exactly. You know? So for me, that's actually part of the reason why I always do my treadmill. I don't do any cardio pre-lift. I always do my cardio post-lift because oh, I want to have the most energy to exert for resistance training mm -hmm. over cardio. Oh, most definitely. Because resistance training is going to change your body in more ways than cardio ever will. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, and I always tell people, it's like, yeah, you need that energy because you want, like you said, yep. you want to get the most out of the lifting. Yep. So you're going to need your carbs and your, your fats for that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Now, if you can get it to where you're done with that, you should, you know, somewhat exhaust by the time you get the cardio, mm-hmm. then, you know, you're burning off just whatever is extra, but you got to do the lifting first. You don't want to do a bunch of cardio first, and then you're taxed trying exactly. to lift weights, and you can't get through the lifting weight part, which is going to give you the most results anyway. Mm-hmm. So you definitely, yeah, definitely flip that around. Um, unless you're doing something like, you know, Orange Theory, and you want to switch it up. Yeah. You don't want to do a half hour. Which, Orange Theory is still very cardio-based, so. Regardless of what yeah. you do. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's yeah. only, like, man, and I'm going to tell you right now, I know there's so many women out there who want to grow that butt and get a butt i'm telling you right now you're not going to do it by running and you're not going to do it by body weight exercises no yeah, slap you, some weight on it you gotta put some weight something more than 25 pound dumbbells Completely. should definitely be in your, your repertoire you know lifting yeah. 10 pounds here and there unless you're over the age of 65 then yeah then you know well, stay, stay even, with low I, even, I know some 65 well i was about are, to say that i trained some nine-year-old women who are women who are you know rocking the 15 20 pound kettlebells mm-hmm. so so everybody's different that's another point i like to make too one thing i've learned is that you got different certifications and stuff like that and like wait well, to train this group of people it's mm-hmm. this to train this group of people is this, this which is a cool foundation to learn right. that stuff but ultimately if you know that age shit doesn't matter yeah Cause I have literally trained. I still train. I'm training a woman now who is 63 years old. Yeah. Uh, she is. Um. She's blind. Yeah. In wow. essence. And she works out like you or I would. Yeah. You know, I've trained guys so half cool. her age, and they <laughs> right. tap out within 20 minutes of a workout. That she'd be like, "All right, I'm, I'm warmed up now. Let's right. go." You know. So That's it's cool. like that whole age thing. It you know, sex doesn't matter either. Mm-hmm. You know that whole thing. Well, you know, men's gonna kill in the gym, and women's gonna go dance aerobic. It is mm-hmm. a bullshit lie. It really is. It is no. Yeah. No. And um and even along with that too, like you know, talking about age and lifting weights and everything. Actually, at the gym I used to go to, I met a woman. Oh. She's 72 years old, cap shoulders, such a nice lady, like, but every time I see her, I'd be like, wow, she is such an inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 34 years old and this woman's got more shoulders than me, you know, and guess what? I asked her trainer, who's one of my good friends, I asked him, I said, tell me about her. Tell me about her. She did not start lifting weights until she was, I think, in her 50s. Oh, Wow. And that just goes to prove that it's never too late. It's never you know? too late, no, yeah. And I think that sometimes, well, I think I think our society is changing, but I know like women are, I know even for me, so I used to be scared to go into the weight room and now I'm like, get out the way, I'm here, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. It's like, it's just trying to normalize women and strength training. So it's good to see those examples. You oh, know? yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Most like, yeah. And just, yeah. Uh, and another thing the Cosmo, Internet, whoever keeps putting it out here, I wish they'd stop. Women, you can lift weights. You're not going to start looking like me or any That's other right. dude sitting unless you start taking some kind of testosterone Completely. hormone or some kind of crazy Rambo workout that we mm-hmm. haven't heard of yet. You know, and you also have to remember women who lift and they get super ripped and jacked like mm-hmm. that. Or just like the men who lift and get super ripped and jacked. You're 1% of the population. Completely. The human body doesn't typically nope. look like that. No, and so. especially not 24-7. No, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, w- I was lean, you know, I was lean for a very short period of time. And when I when I mean very short period of time, I mean probably just a couple months, you know, when I got closer to my show. And honestly, even recently, I saw some videos and photos of myself from when I was getting lean for my show. And I was like, oh, I don't want to look like that all the time. <laughs> like, you think you want abs, but... Can you imagine eating the exact same thing five times a day, every single day of the week? 
Yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah, it's boring. Yeah, it's boring. And not only that too, but it's also not sustainable or healthy, mm-hmm. especially for women and our hormones. Like, even though I wasn't, because there's some competitors who, I mean, there's some women who bodybuilders who stay lean 24 mm. seven. But like, for example, I was only lean for a short period of time and my nails were breaking off. My hair was falling out. Mm. Like I would, and my nails are typically strong, like mm. very nice, healthy nails. I mean, I wouldn't even touch nothing. They were just breaking off. I remember mm. texting my coach and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with my nails? <laughs> you know? And so, um, and, and two, you know, it's so funny because, like, even when I was on my bodybuilding journey, I remember this girl at the time, she was just like, she's like, you got to help me get abs. She was just like, I mean, I eat pretty good, you know. I have, I mean, even when I do eat out, I eat Chick-fil-A. I'm like, girl, I'm going to tell you right now, the people who got ripped abs, they are not eating Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah where did that come from? People start thinking that Chick-fil-A was healthy. You see, If you've seen that nice fast food, go, oh, if we go to Chick-fil-A, it's healthy. No. It's not. It's <laughs> it is food. not healthy. Food. It is still fast food. Now, as far as fast food goes, it is five star. True. But it's still crap. Mm-hmm. It, it's not good. It's comfort food. And, <laughs> and the thing is, is just like we're not saying like don't eat those things ever again. Oh. But if you're like in a period of you're trying to cut weight or whatever, you have to really you have to go through periodization. You have to go through a period of I'm gonna focus and. I'm going to be on my plan and, and, or maybe choose one day out of the week to have an off plan meal. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like you honestly, it's just not how our bodies operate. You can't eat Chick-fil-A every day and, or Taco Bell or whatever Mm -hmm. and lose weight. It's just not, cause it's not nutrient dense foods. And like they say, no matter you can eat uh, a value meal or whatever. And just cause you go in there and you deadlift for a good hour. Mm-hmm. And you might have burned those calories off. That shit is still in your guts. Completely, it's still there. You you cannot outwork a bad diet. Mm-hmm. Your your you really body can. wants the good stuff. It's going to use it. You can put a bunch of bad stuff in there, think you're going to burn those calories off, but your body has to hold on to something, mm-hmm. and all that crap is nothing but fat and stuff. So that's where it's going to be translated yeah. to. So. Man, and I, I'm going to tell you, like my body's so sensitive now. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm in a, much of a surplus right now, but I still eat pretty much the same foods as I ate during my prep. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, just in more quantity and even when I do like eat like say you know I have my moan every now and then where I go and eat Burger King or whatever that's that's my guilty pleasure double or wait yeah double Whopper with cheese large fry and duck oh yeah (laughs) but even when I do I try to eat that meal earlier in the day because if I eat it later in the day you're screwed oh you talk about I will I'm guaranteed to wake up at 2 a.m. in the middle of the night can't go back to sleep oh yeah oh yeah because your body's yeah yeah. my body's not used to that exactly you know yeah so yeah, you know, yeah, I definitely make that a um, cause my I love McDonald's, their chicken, nuggets, <laughs> ch- chicken nuggets. Yeah, that that's my thing. But that's like uh, you know, hey, I don't, I can't think of anything else for lunch. Right. Type of thing. Yeah, definitely right. not a dinner and go to sleep type of thing on that. Crib. Yeah. Yeah. And then here's the thing: if I go that week, that's the last time they're gonna see me probably for like another month. Right. I'm a moderation guy. You know, yeah. I don't even cut out anything. The only thing recently I wanted to cut out was like red meat. Yeah. Just cause of like my own health issues and stuff like that. Yeah. But I'm still eating pork. <laughs> I'm sorry for years you've been trying to tell me the evils of bacon and all that. I'm like, well, pigs are pigs are disgusting animals. I'll, I'll tell sure. you, but if we were supposed to eat them, they should be so goddamn delicious. <laughs> I'm not giving up bacon. <laughs> oh my god! So I definitely stick with pork, chicken. I don't like turkey. 
Some turkey. Yeah, turkey sandwiches are good. But I, like a, I like a big turkey leg. Oh, you Smoked did? turkey oh, leg. Oh, okay. my God. Well, yeah. see, maybe somebody made it good. Do you cook them yourself? Um, uh, no, my brother, actually. He okay. smoked when I went and visited recently. He oh, smoked. He smoked. Oh, yeah. my oh, God. So it's probably good. See, my so whole good. life, people, you know, Thanksgiving, I got these dry-ass birds. I'm, I'm not eating this bird ever again. <laughs> That's Dry funny. poultry. That's too funny. No. Too funny. Oh, but I, have, I did want to ask you something. Yeah. How... And why did you decide I'm going to do the bodybuilding thing? And it's one thing um, to say like, I'm going to do it, but you actually did it. Yeah. And I was like, I. Ah, <laughs> um. Well, uh, I think there were a few things. I, I um. I had hired a coach, and I knew I just wanted to lose weight at first. Now, however, bodybuilding had always been on my bucket list. I will say that it was always on my bucket list. But, and I had actually I had tried with two different prior coaches before. Okay, so clearly it wasn't the coaches. Do you see what I'm saying? It was me because this is the thing I'm learning now as a coach is that it's not in all plans work, right? Mm -hmm. All plans work Mm -hmm. if you follow them, Mm -hmm. okay? But if you don't follow them, they don't work. So when I got with Anastasia, my coach, um, at first, I just wanted to lose some weight and feel better. Wait, I'm about sorry. You said your coach's name was Anastasia? Yeah. That's freaking awesome. But okay, Anastasia, <laughs> yeah, the coach. She's okay. <laughs> amazing. So, got with her, and let's see, we got this was in, what, okay, this was in September of 2020 when I hired her, okay? Mm-hmm. And got on with her. We started working on my relationship with food first. You know, and why I perceive food a certain way because I used to be an emotional eater. Um, and I used to think food was good and bad. And now it's just food. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, now will different foods yield different results? Yes. Yeah, because if I eat Taco Bell every day, I'm not going to be a bodybuilder. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? Um, but basically, <clears throat> I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. And the biggest epiphany I had was... I remember one day, actually, I was out of town in Florida for work, and Sierra was with me. She got to go with me for this particular job, and I was walking, and I literally said to myself, okay, you say you want to bodybuild, but, like, what makes you any different from the people who are doing it? Mm -hmm. And my answer back to myself was your daily behavior, (laughs) your daily behavior. And so, basically, when January came around, I think I'd already lost uh, maybe about, like, 20 pounds with my coach. And there was a show scheduled for June 12th, which was the day, to, day after my birthday. And I told her, I said, do you think that I would be able to do that show? It's in six months. Do you think we have enough time? She was like, yeah, let's do it. And she created a plan and I followed the plan. And the cool thing that, you know, it's so funny because even during my peak week, which is the week of the show when you're supposed to be like super, super depleted, which don't get me wrong, I was. But mentally, I was okay. And there's a few reasons why. Is because, first of all, no one was forcing me to do it. I made the decision to do it myself. Mm-hmm. Even though I was on lower carbs and lower calories at the time, but still expected to lift the same amount of weight and do more cardio, actually. Um, is that, <clears throat> first of all, no one was forcing me to do it. And second of all, we did slow and steady. So basically what we would do is I'd be on my plan and then like depending on how I was coming along, she'd be like, okay, go eat whatever you want today. And I would go off on a Saturday. I remember one time we had a check-in call. It was like at 11 a.m. on a Saturday. And she was like, okay, go take yourself out to eat today. I literally, there's a there's a Copeland's over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I drove over there as soon as they opened. I was like, by myself. I didn't, I was Thank like, you, God. I was, like, I was in there eating that pasta like. 
Um, but Never again, tasted so good. Right, but again, <laughs> I ate that earlier in the day because I knew if I ate something like that later in the day, my body just does not appreciate that. Yeah. You know, so um, we went slow and we did diet breaks like that. You mm -hmm. know, I would, there would be some Saturdays where I would eat just a whole large pizza and it was just freaking, because what happens is you're so depleted that once you get those extra calories and all that, and then your next day is a leg day, man, you feel strong. Mm. You're like, oh, I got carbs I in me, yeah, I got, yeah. you know? So, um, so really it was just like, it was always on my bucket list and I just wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. And thirdly, the category that I do, which is wellness, um, I never wanted to be a tiny bikini girl, and I also didn't want to be figure. Um, but when I saw that wellness came to the US, it's a newer category here. It's been in Brazil for like 25 years. It's more lower body dominant, which is what I am. I have, I've historically and typically had a bigger lower body. You know, and for bikini girls, you gotta get super tiny. Like the lowest my calories got, even the day of my show was like 1600 calories. I mean, okay. whereas bikini girls can get down under a thousand. And you're doing like hours of cardio. Yes, you know. Yeah, and see. I mean, I'm, I don't mean to say like that. For those who are doing that, that's awesome. Uh, it ain't for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's another thing too. When I first came to my coach, I was like, "Is there a way to do this without running? Because I'm kind of overrunning because mm. of you know orange theory." Orange, right? yeah. <laughs> and when she said yes, I was like, "Cool, let's do it." So literally, my cardio was again what it is today: 30 minutes walking on the treadmill post lift. So yeah, you do like steady, steady pace. You don't mm -hmm. intervals, just steady nope. pace. Okay. And actually, she didn't want my beats per minute going above one thirty because we don't want to be in such a high heart rate mm -hmm. for a longer extended period of time because we want to keep as much muscle mass you as possible. You don't want that epoch coming in that. Exactly. Pizza. Okay, I got you. So that makes sense. So that's that's the reason why. Now, do I want to? I'm still a bodybuilder because I still do the exact same things I was doing before. Of course, I'm just eating in a surplus. But I probably won't do a show again until next year or the year after, because mm -hmm. it's a huge commitment. Oh, Financially, yeah. uh, mentally, socially. Well, that's a, um, yeah. Well, socially, you cut everybody out, pretty much, because well, you don't have time for the extra little chit-chats and stuff. And right. financially, you have to have sponsors, because you can't really put in I mean, eight hours at a job, because you have to train and stuff, so. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong, I paid, I paid for everything, but I was also in a different financial situation then, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and it was a goal I wanted to do, but yeah, to do that all the time, you gotta have some excess funds, because yeah. it's not cheap. Mm -hmm. you gotta register for the show, your shoes, your hair, first women, and the suit alone was like $600. Mm -hmm. Hell, like, well, I know for at least the guys. I mean, that's the amount of food you eat on a daily basis. For the guys, is, it's the food. It's the food, yeah, right. definitely. So you could take what I, well, what a normal person make every two weeks. That's what they put toward correct a week of food for them. You know, Basically. so yeah, you gotta have that extra little bit. And uh, and that's another thing that really didn't. Uh, well, back when I was considering bodybuilding, I was trying to learn about and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Uh, you know what kind of killed me about it was. The amount of dedication is in there and just my personality because i love so much variety just the thought yeah. of doing something the same over and over again. just <laughs> yeah. the thought of that just kind of just it didn't sit well with me yeah but what it was for me is i used to buy these the, the flex yeah. um i can't remember the rest not not men's fitness but like the real muscle head yeah, yeah. one where there's you know yeah. you're lifting to be giants <laughs> right I did not find one woman who thought that I was attractive. <laughs> I would be looking That's at these magazines point. and women like, oh my God, no. And you know, I'm not about that shit. You don't even work out anyway. Right. But as years went on, you know, and I started hearing, well, I just want to pop them with a pen. And I'm like, so they don't really find us attractive? 
Well, I'm I'm not gonna do this to myself. I can't get a woman. <laughs> That's hilarious. I want women to find me attractive. Oh, so that bodybuilding goodness. that killed that bodybuilding yeah. dream right there. You know. Well, and even if you think about it, honestly, for do even for guys. So not only is it not normal or healthy long term for mm-hmm. women to be super lean, but for a guy to be walking around with. 200 pounds of lean muscle on him yeah. and like what five percent body fat exactly. that's also not healthy yeah it's uh it, you know? it, I, i'm not gonna get to the science of it because i'd have to actually kind of go back and get my quotes right but ultimately heart health kind of goes down mm-hmm. the drain with that mm-hmm. lifestyle a little bit too mm-hmm. well and then a lot of it too yeah because you know you're well i would say more so there's natural bodybuilders, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But the bodybuilders who are on steroids and all that, mm-hmm. yep, most of them do have, at some point, if mm-hmm. they continue to take, mm-hmm. they will have some issues. And that's why, which I still, I love watching bodybuilding shows, but here recently, within the past year, there's been a lot of big name bodybuilders die. Mm. Mm-hmm. So Crazy, crazy. That stuff, so again, people think they want to look like those people, mm-hmm. but they don't understand what goes into that. And not only that too, but for example, my stage shots only look like that for about 24 hours. Cause at that point I stopped drinking water Friday before 12 PM. And I didn't drink water again until after my show was done. Cause you want to dry yourself out to make your muscles pop more. You ain't walking around looking like that. Yeah. Yeah. You are I mean, not walking around looking like that. Seriously. But I did, I ain't gonna lie. I did have abs. I yeah. really did. <laughs> and that was kind of cool, but it was so crazy. I was so lean that when I would laugh, I could feel my abs like. Oh, just contracting on It was on crazy. You. I was like, wow, I got, and what's crazy too is people be like, how often do you train core? I was only training my core like twice a week and I was ripped. Yeah. It was insane. (laughs) (laughs) So. Oh, I I was always wondering about that. I'm like, man, she did it. And then she's talking about doing it again. At some point. (laughs) See, that's another thing. People get, people can get real wrapped up in that. Like I got to do show. I got to, I got to, I got to. But again, I'm thinking of my long-term health. Mm -hmm. For me and for most women, ladies, if you're listening, it is okay for you to have body fat on you. Yeah, it's normal. Yeah. It's how it's it. For example, now my nails are kind of short right now, but now my nails are not breaking off. My hair isn't falling out. I'm getting good sleep during that time when your calories and you're so lean. You talk about some messed up sleep. Oh yeah. Oh, I was at the gym sometimes at one, two a.m. Mm. Sometimes I was up because your body just—it's like what's going on. Seriously, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then that's my thing too. If it's because uh, I have this rule in life, if it doesn't affect my uh, bank account or my sleep, I, I don't care. It's not mm-hmm. gonna affect anything else. So yeah, definitely, if you're doing something that starts to affect your sleep. That's Completely. really you see, it, it, it is important. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, it was something you had to push through to get to right. your end goal, but you knew that once your goal was up, it was time to kind of transition yep. back to more of a, a normal life. I'm putting up quotations, people. Normal life, yep. you know, whatever that means. But uh, yeah, it's not sustainable. You gotta sleep. You gotta sleep. Completely. Yeah. yeah, and you need to have body fat on you, you know, just, and so I had to ask myself even after my show, like, hey, you know, you do realize now you're actually going to be gaining weight. Yeah. And now I'm a little bit on the almost too much side, so it's like I need to reel it back in a little bit. But honestly, right now, I don't want to be in a deficit. Mm-hmm. I dieted for like basically two years. I just want to enjoy life for a minute. And, and ladies, you know? here's the thing too. The thin thing, you might want to look a certain way and this is that, but men like curves. Men like some plush. Yeah, we you know there's nothing sexy than a strong woman who lives and does that mm-hmm. great stuff. But you know, just ribs and spine and pelvis is not <laughs> what we're looking for. <laughs> Get oh, some meat on them bones. There's nothing wrong with a double cheeseburger from time to time. Yeah. Plus, fat is there. It's not uh, 
it serves a purpose. Mm -hmm. It absorbs and, and, and distributes nutrients. Mm -hmm. It lubricates your joints. Yep. And then women hold on to a certain <laughs> amount of fat because you're built to hold life and whatnot. Yeah. So your body is designed to do something. And not saying you're doing anything wrong, but you're kind of taken away from what it's supposed to do when you're actually right. getting to that extreme type of working mm -hmm. yeah, out. Yeah, it messes with like your that. hormones exactly. when you're super lean. So, I it mean. Does. Don't, don't be afraid of the you got a little plush on you got your little hippie or whatever you're supposed right. to be are you strong does the workouts make you feel good and when you feel good the confidence comes with that and there's nothing sexier than confidence so if you're confident and you can walk into a room and people are oh she got her head on her shoulders that little rump is not turning yep. anybody away from exactly anything. and i think you know and i think like i said i think it's changing for women like you know it's becoming we there's a the body positive movement and everything mm -hmm. which is great you know and i think that's the thing like we've been we've been picking we've been picked apart since since before we were born there's, mm -hmm. there's always been an agenda with marketing i mean shoot back in the 50s you know women were they were shown with these little bitty waists and mm -hmm. you know all of a sudden it's just like that's that's not what we all look like no. you know little so. and that's a western i think because if you look back the little history lesson you're way back like if you look at like the Victorian paintings, those guys mm -hmm. are out in the in the field having pictures of women. These are curvy women. Mm -hmm. These are not skinny women. Mm -hmm. Men historically always wanted the bigger woman for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. You know, you're gonna give me children, yeah. keep me warm at night. The kids are gonna help mm -hmm. me plow the farm. You're gonna feed us all this good stuff. Yeah. You know what? I remember my mother told me it was I believe seventies or eighties. This model named Twiggy. Do you yes, remember her? I, I do. I do remember Twiggy. Twiggy, and there was yeah. this whole thing, and everybody was, oh, we gotta look like Twiggy now, and it was this. And she was super thin. Wasn't super she? thin. Eight thousand. Yeah. yeah, she was like almost a man. I need to look at a picture before I say she's emancipated. Yeah. But yeah, dude, that, that's what started this whole skinny thing, and then it just went from there. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and to all you women too, I know you hate to hear this. When you guys look at magazines and movies, you're like, oh my God, that's the one I'm supposed to look. Guys go through this too, and it's worse for yeah. us because we watch these idiotic action films. Look at the guys, the way they're built in there. You know, I felt like shit so many times watching an action film. The guys, you are like 10 guys, no shirt on, they're all ripped up. AK in each hand is taking out a whole way. Just being an awesome machismo dude. Right. And I go look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, I don't look like that. <laughs> but then you find out too that they went through a certain diet and regimen to look like that just it for just that. Exactly. Just for that movie. Or just yeah, for that show. They completely hated you know? it. They're like, I will never. I look great, but I'm not going to do that again because it's just, mm -hmm. it's just not great to do. Yeah. But yeah, ultimately, it's it's about finding what makes you happy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you and know, healthy. Yeah. What and and honestly, that's another thing I've learned being in the fitness industry and being. You know, even in my own journey, health and wellness looks different on everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, and it'd be so interesting, even when we were working at Orange Theory together and people would come in for the first class and they would see people on the treadmills and say, oh man, everyone in here looks really fit. Don't let that fool you. No, that not is not, all. that is just because the way someone looks, you can't tell how healthy someone is just by the way they look. Exactly. It's, oh, she's only 120 pounds, but her arteries are like 130 pounds. Right. And guess what? I've met someone who, I used to know someone uh, years ago who she on the outside she was very slender you know mm -hmm. she was a great person but she only ate out of a bag like she'd be eating chips at 9 a.m in the morning <laughs> my girl your insides <laughs> i wish i could get away with that yeah seriously i mean you know and, and that's another thing knowing your body like like you know some people have food allergies some people have digestive mm -hmm. we all have our own thing that's why you can't get wrapped up in the look of what you think healthy is no, oh, yeah, it's about yeah. you. It's individualistic. It, it, it you know? is very much so. And I, and I give an example of um, pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. One of the most. If you look at the athletes in that, 
very diverse. You see a guy, and I'm like, God looks like he eats, you know, a, a, a baker's dozen every day for breakfast, but he right. gets on top rope and does a, a moonsault swan right. dive, you know, because he's in the gym putting that work. He's just a big guy. Mm -hmm. We used to call them Clydesdales. It's just yeah. no matter what they do, they're just giants, but they're athletic as all hell. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, there is no particular perfect body there's no perfect workout so you listen to this you're like oh man these guys are bodybuilders and they lift heavy hours no no that, that's that's exactly. just what fits us and our personalities mm -hmm. and uh next well, another podcast at some point i, I definitely we're going to talk about you know how you can actually tell what well, i've learned of how like you can't break a person down by their workout, but you kind of get a gauge of their personality by the type mm -hmm. of workout they're doing, the music they listen to, whatever. It's all different. Exercise is such a broad, that's the one thing mm -hmm. I loved about getting into this fitness industry, whatever. My job has never been boring. Yeah. I've trained so many different types of people. I've done so many mm -hmm. different types of workouts and it's like- it's, There's a million ways to move our body. It, exactly. Yeah. It, somebody told me one time, there's 600 muscles in your body, there's a hundred ways to work each muscle. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, you know, and I love bodybuilding type stuff. But I also love circuit training. Well, I yeah. love circuit training because I hate cardio. So, <laughs> I'll do the circuit training so I don't have to do cardio yeah, afterwards. I feel that. But, uh, but like recently, my goal is typically I, I do want to put on some weight and just be a little bit bigger because I'm not that tall. Yeah. So, I just want to be a little girthier. So, mm -hmm. I've definitely, I'm losing the circuit training. I'm doing, you know, eight reps max. Mm -hmm. You know, my break time is two, two minutes or so, yeah. which is why, you know, mm -hmm. my workouts become a little bit longer because my break times yep. have gotten a little bit longer too. So, yeah, and, 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 and that's the example, too, of how workouts can just change. Yeah. You know, they could, you know, one thing I love is um, I'll, I have a client who actually works out typically a little bit harder than I do, but her goal is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So I'll write her a workout. I'm like, oh, it's a good workout. And I'll do it at the five to eight rep range. Mm -hmm. I'll take my breaks. But when she does it, mm -hmm. she's doing it for time. Right. More of a back-to-back -back type of thing. She isn't resting that long. Right. So we do the same exercises, but we're hitting it differently for exactly. different goals. So yeah. that's one of the great things I love about exercise, too, is just so... Right versatile right exactly so much with it you it's know. so true and and too like just and you know another thing is is just even if you have limitations right you can still find ways to move your body so for mm -hmm. example uh, I actually dealt with a lower back injury for I would say about two months and it, I was I was pretty discouraged like mm -hmm. there was a period where I wasn't even going to the gym and I felt even worse because literally I go to the gym partly for my mental health mm -hmm. and so I felt like crap because I was injured and then I felt like even more crap because I wasn't going to the gym mm -hmm. so one morning I woke up and I was just like okay you have this back injury so clearly you can't heavy load you can't do squats heavy load squats right now you probably shouldn't be doing hip thrusts, even though I still was, but I went and I tried and my body was like, no, no. So that's another thing, listening to your body. But also too, my question for myself was, okay, how can you still move your body, but not as heavy loading it as you work? Cause I love to lift heavy, you know? And so now my back is fine. And actually probably this week or next week, I'm gonna start loading again and see how I feel. You know, but an injury is nothing to play with. Oh, no, yeah. Nothing to play with. And so, you know, that's not, but still, our bodies are designed to move. So, in the interim, I was just doing more reps and lighter weight, and then plus stretching and also more core work yeah. to strengthen my core and my back. So, that's the thing, too, is not trying to overdo it. You not know? overdo it. And always remember, there was, now depending on the injury, I'm talking about just like basic stuff. Obviously, if you're in traction, then yeah, that's one thing, but. Right. An injury is not an excuse to stop working out. 
Completely. There's not. There's always you can swim. You can. There's always work around it. Yeah. So yeah, it's just oh, I I just came from a surgery. Okay, well did the doctor say you couldn't work out? Right. You know that if you can go see a physical therapist, Mm -hmm. you can work out. Mm -hmm. You know, so it it is it's never really an excuse to stop. You know, now lower back, there are ways around it. Now lower back, yeah, you you do not want to. Oh, I know. Because if you hurt it more, (laughs) then you're out. You know, but yeah, it's never a reason to stop. You know, lower weight, especially shoulder injuries, stuff like yeah. that. You know, lower the weight. I remember at Orange Theory, my dumbass. I uh, actually injured myself. You know, yeah. I did that typical guy thing. I went in. I was <laughs> one guy in a room of twenty-five women. <laughs> so of course, I need to lift weights that I probably shouldn't have been trying to show right. off. It threw happens. my shoulder out. I remember oh, we're doing snatch and cleans, and I decided I think the heaviest weight they went up to was sixty pounds at that mm-hmm. time. And I, I can do this with the sixty pounds, and I did it. But I didn't do anything else for the next couple of weeks because I couldn't move my arm and my shoulder was injured. But uh, but what I did is I couldn't even do a push-up. That's not learning about planks. Yep. I actually found an online guy. He had a, uh, it was a workout called uh, Death by Planks. It was a 30-minute mm. thing. I'm like, this is going to be crap. 30 minutes of planks, whatever. Within a few minutes, I was just drenched in sweat yeah. and every move was isometric it was insane mm-hmm. but i learned something new and now every time i work out or I have a client work there's some form of planks in there some way because they're just awesome mm-hmm. awesome movements so one of those things you live and you learn yeah. all that great stuff yeah for sure so so yeah so that's just a little bit about i guess where we're at and wanted to just say hello to you all whoever is out there listening Uh, We will be bringing even more content to you all over the next few months. And, um, yeah, yeah, some really good topics. Yeah, we have. I've already made a whole list. We got lists. So, (laughs) we all have something to talk about. Uh, Hit us up on our social media. Reply to this if you can. If you have any questions. Um, I mean, I guess if you want any comments, I'll read them. But I'm looking (laughs) for questions pretty much. (laughs) And we'll definitely answer those for you guys. But, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, um, we look forward to talking to you all soon. And don't forget to follow us on social media at the Wellness Factory ATL. And we look forward to meeting you out in the community. Have a good day.